Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Welcome to Papercut, The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger, 1951. Eugene, take it away. So, Catcher in the Rye is a novel published at the end of World War II, and uh, basically it's just a summarized story of the struggles of Holden Caulfield as he figures out what to do with his life after he gets kicked out of school. Um, so this book kind of spans over like over a weekend and uh, it just kind of dwells on different aspects of like his character. So um, mainly on his coping mechanisms, on what he thinks he should do now that he's kind of, you know, at a crossroads in life. So fun fact, the story, this book is uh, also quoted by the guy who killed John Lennon as his statement. I did not know about that, but I've heard people call this book a lot of things. I think it was banned in the US, in certain schools in the mm-hmm. US, sorry, for a while. Um, I'm not sure why, but I remember watching a South Park episode about this, whereby the entire class read the book because it was some sort of taboo. It was just unbanned, and so everyone read it because they heard that there was sex, drugs, and violence in it. <laughs> and then they read the book, and they and then they were like, this is crap. This is just a really whiny teenager. Why am I reading this? No, so, that, so not much sex or, and drugs? That is actually accurate. Yeah, I don't know where the whole sex and drugs thing came from, but um, the most illegal thing that you can say he did is he drank for the age of 21. Whoa, that is insane. That's insane. In he, sh- he should be uh, he should be jailed and prosecuted. Prostituted, yes. Yeah, that uh, too. Fair enough. So, so, what what is like the idea of this book? Why is it like famous? Well, I think I think like the one of the things, the few things the book got right is um, kind of doing a whole inside the mind of take right. Yeah. So here it will be inside the mind of Holden Caulfield, who is uh, portrayed as a mentally disturbed. A borderline depressed. I think he's actually depressed, right? Okay. Um, teenager. The narrations between different conversations are his thoughts, and those are quite well conversed in the sense that it shows the unorganized, unstructured thoughts of, you know, a mentally disturbed teenager. Mm. It also it also like gave a fair background of Holden Caulfield mm. um, through his interactions with other people, right? So, for example, um, after leaving the school. Um, he goes through like multiple excursions to try and I don't know stimulate himself. So he like lives in a hotel. Like he goes, he lives in a hotel. He tries to call a prostitute and chickens out at the last second. Nice. So technically, he didn't you know didn't yeah. commit any crimes there. And uh, yeah, after that, he was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna run away. So I'm just gonna like call call a date of his to ask her to run away with him. So pretty random stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty impulsive stuff. So. It, it, it does it does it does um it does support the idea of him just being very lost at the sense and very un- unstructured and unorganized with his thoughts right, right then so i think that's that's like the main theme of the novel just just showing a teenager being a teenager no okay yeah no, okay no fair enough fair enough just sounds a bit impulsive and through that, like, does he hurt a lot of people along the way? Does he have any redeeming factors? Uh, no, he he's actually... Like, he doesn't actually hurt anyone. Oh, you know, at the, right. Like, it shows him as being very anxious about anxious. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, normal, normally when people are anxious, they don't really... I think they fall into that, they fall into that state right. where they 
try to be nice to other people, but then they don't know what's actually nice for other people, so they kind of do what's what they think's good for them. So I think like there's a bit of that in that book where you know Holden Caulfield, yeah. So he agrees to write sort of like an English homework for his um, roommate, but then he tries to do it well. Mm-hmm. The roommate didn't appreciate it, oh. and they got into a fight. So like a, a, a similar thing happens at the end, right? So um, he goes back to visit his sister, and we actually kind of see uh, with it, with his interactions with his sister, he actually genuinely cares about her. Right. Right. You know, it's like it, it, it's it's telling to show that um, he's not raised badly, and his relationships aren't bad per mm. se mm. with the people around her, with, with the people around him. So. Okay, but then he still has those, yeah. But then he still has those like mental illness qualities. So one of the questions to ask is, how did he end up being in such a state? Yeah, how did he? Yeah, and you know what? I don't know because it doesn't say in a book. I mean, I don't think there needs to be a definitive. I guess so. Like sometimes shit just happens, and you just fall into it. It's not, and sometimes there is a reason, a trigger. But I guess in this case, if they don't say in the book, we just assume that. It's probably, you know, growing pains or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think I also kind of think that it's not the point of the book to okay. show, like, to explain why he has mm. it. It's just to show, it's what, just it's to like. show what it's like. Yeah, okay. exactly. And how does it portray uh, depression and mental illness differently from, say, other stories? Or, or is it just, like, one take of it that's not, not too different? Or, and if, you know, if from what I get, a sense, I sense that it's a very messy story in that the thoughts are all over the place because you're going yeah, into yeah, this mind. Yeah. So, so how do you make sense of what's happening? How do you read this? You, you don't read it. You don't read it. Like, um, I think the best example, like the best comparison to this book I can think of is, you know, that Bojack Horseman episode called um, You're a Piece of Shit or something like that, where uh-huh. the entire episode is him like in a monologue, like saying mm-hmm. to himself, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is pretty much the entire book. But um, uh, bear in mind that this book was published in 1951 right right so i think back at the time there's probably not that many books that portray depression in such a granular level yeah and i think that's probably why it's so famous is because it's probably again you know to be cliche the groundbreaking or like the innovator right for that particular it's the first mover exactly fair enough and and i guess like you're right because it was written in 1951 like, I swear if you had depression, they didn't call it depression. They probably called it, like, uh, you were just yeah. having a shit day. That's it. Exactly. Uh, do you think that he knew he was writing about depression? You know what? I don't... Uh, I mean, I didn't do much research into J.D. Salinger as a person, so I really can't tell. Mm-hmm. Like, he might he might have just had a shit day and just had this idea to write about what he felt that day, and it mm-hmm. came out a great book. It could be he actually wanted to write about depression. But, um, but it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, okay. So so final thoughts on the book, Eugene, and what what rating are we giving this? Well, like I said, right, the the book is just you know it does a great job in portraying the inner mind of a depressed person, but unfortunately, it comes with the side effect of being quite hard to follow. Mm. So you know, I think it's it's good to read it for like educational purposes, but. It's not something I would re- revisit, and if I had to give it a very honest opinion, I didn't think it was a great book. It was an okay book, and therefore I'm going to give it an okay rating of 5 out of 10. Fair enough. It's not really worth revisiting for you. Yep. Yeah. No. Nope.
you like what we do, follow us on Spotify or in any of your other preferred streaming sites. If you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at papercut.dust at gmail.com or Instagram at papercut.dust, no caps, or Twitter at papercutpodcast, one word, no caps. Look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode. Until then, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Peace. Out.